friend. Welcome to Claiming Simplicity Podcast. I'm your host, Monica H. Baker. Are you feeling tired and overwhelmed as a mom working paycheck to paycheck, wanting to get out of debt and enjoy your family? I was too. And I realized if I was going to put God and family first, I had to stop spending all of my time at work. So I created a simplified life plan that allowed me to get out of debt, scale back my career, and still be able to live fruitfully but with more purpose and time than ever before, and I never look back. Inside this podcast, you will learn how to simplify your home and finances, learn simple routines, personal development, and connect your faith. I'm so grateful you're here. If you're ready to create a simplified life that you dreamed of, you are in the right place. Hello. Thanks for joining me back to learn more about vermicomposting. Are you ready to make some black gold? Today, I will tell you how to start your own worm bin at home and how and what to feed the worms. First, you'll need a plastic bin for a container. You'll wanna make sure your container is heavy duty and sturdy with a cover without holes. Size will vary, minor 32 gallon size, but if you have a smaller area or apartment, you'll wanna do a smaller tote, but probably not smaller than 15 gallons. Make sure it's a dark tote as the worms like darkness. Next, you'll wanna drill holes around the top edge of the container about two to three inches apart. There's no need to drill holes in the bottom of the bin. If you add drainage holes, the worms will go out the holes and the soil should not be wet enough to even need drainage holes in the bottom. After that, you'll want to hydrate a half a block of cocoa core until it's a consistency of a wrung out sponge. I use about five pounds of cocoa core for the 32 gallon bins. Next, layer and mix some layers of cocoa core, shredded paper, and dirt or sand for grit, which helps with digestion. You can also use cardboard cut up, dry leaves, or wood chips, but the smaller the pieces of bedding, the better because the worms will be able to break it down quicker. I put about 1,000 worms per bin, which is about a pound of worms. Feeding worms is one of the most important parts of the process, but you'll need to pay attention to what and how much you're offering them. Worms can eat a variety of materials, including fruits and vegetable scraps, coffee grounds, and tea bags. But you'll want to avoid citrus fruits and peels since they are acidic and worms have a difficult time digesting them. You shouldn't add any animal or dairy products to the bin either. In addition to food waste, your worms will also eat their bedding. Your worm bedding is also food for the worms. You wanna have a higher content of bedding than food waste. It's usually best to feed the worms about once a week. When you place the food in the bin, you don't just drop it on the surface. Dig a little well, place the food in that, and then cover with a small amount of soil, and then cover the whole thing with a thick layer of dampened newspaper. I typically put about a cup or so each week. It really depends what it is they're eating. Sometimes they eat things faster. If there's bigger chunks or harder pieces of something, then it takes them longer. So I just watch that, but typically I don't do more than that because it easily can mold. Rotate the side you put the food on every other week. This prevents the worm population from growing too concentrated in one particular area because the worms migrate to the side with the food. If you overfeed the worms, then the excess will rot, causing a bad smell. Rotting and heat buildup can occur and even kill the worms. 
My husband fed the worms once when I was gone and I didn't give detailed instructions. So we put large pieces in there and I usually shred my stuff up if I can so they can easily break it down. And he put a large amount in and didn't cover the food with dirt. So we got a little mold and it started to stink. But luckily I caught it right away and we were able to take that portion of it out of the bin. It was my fault as he had no idea what I was doing with the worms. If you notice that the food isn't being eaten by the worms or the bin has a bad odor, you want to hold off on adding more scraps. Moisture can also build up when you overfeed. You add moisture every time you add food waste because of the higher water content of the vegetable. Here's some tips that might help you. Lightly loosen up materials in your bin periodically with a small hand rake to add air to the bin. This will help prevent odors in your bin and provide your worms with air, which interestingly enough, they breathe through their skin. Place your bin out of direct sunlight as the heat from the sun can dry out your worms' all important skin. Dark areas like garages or basements tend to be the best for them. During cold months, place your bin in the warmest part of your garage or basement. Maintain high levels of bedding for added protection from extreme temperatures. Some other questions that I've been asked have been, can I test to check the moisture? One way to determine the moisture in your bin is to take a handful of your bin material and squeeze it. If water comes out, your bin is too wet. Once you know your bin has too much water and moisture, add more dry bedding to absorb some of that moisture. Another question was, is it bad to have mold in the bin? A small amount of mold is fairly normal and isn't anything to be concerned about, but excess mold can be a sign of other problems, such as overfeeding. Another question is, can I vermicompost year-round? You can worm compost as long as the temperatures aren't too cold for the worms. At temperatures below zero, compost production slows. Temperatures below 40 degrees may kill your worms. Fruit flies can become an issue with excess or rotting food. Because fruit flies are attracted to fermenting fruit and vegetables, you want to prevent the conditions inside the worm bin from being too moist. I hope you learned something this week. I suggest you try to make your own worm bin if you want organic fertilizer. It is very simple. Have a fabulous week. Thank you so much for being here. If this podcast inspired you or helped you in any way, I would love for you to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts, and I may feature your review on the air. Please share this podcast with your friends. Join our free Claiming Simplicity Facebook group to connect with other women that want to simplify. And don't forget to take a screenshot and tag me at Claiming Simplicity on Instagram. I can't wait to connect with you.